Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hola mi gente, this is Ish. And this is DJ. And this is... Pero, Pero let, let me, me tell, tell you. you. Dale. Episode 33. That's what we're recording today. Is this a country western special episode mm-hmm. of Pero Let Me Tell You? Yes, it is. It's Pero Let Me Tell You. Live from Nashville? Yes. Grand Ole Opry. (laughs) I think that's kind of the antithesis of (laughs) what we're trying to do with our show, but it would certainly make for interesting... With that said, if Dolly Parton ever wants to be on our show, we will make the exception. Oh my god. (laughs) That'd be amazing. Who doesn't like Dolly Parton? Elvis Presley probably wasn't too fond of her. She refused to sell that song. Yes. Yes. So, anyway, bueno. Yep. Episode 33, everyone. We should Welcome. start everything with Dolly Parton. <laughs> and you know what? Because we got such good feedback from episode 31 and 32 of it just being us two, we said, what the heck? Let's have another episode of just Careful us Careful what two. you wish for, people. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but for those of you who enjoy the interviews, don't fear. We have lined up a bunch of interviews. Yes. It's crazy. Yeah, we. I mean, we've got some really cool... It, it's a great mix. Yes, it's a very eclectic mix. Yeah. We have quite the lineup in the pipeline, so stay tuned. Yeah. It's a great mix, but it's not like when you get one of those Whitman samplers that you always have that one chocolate that tastes like caca. We don't have caca. No, I chocolate. always go for the little round one with the little crunchy right. things oh, inside. It's good, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. bueno, episode 33, here we are. Here and we are. Someone was on vacation. I was. Well, the rest of, of you, us worked. What? <laughs> Hey, I've worked hard, you know, between work and this podcast, you know, it it takes Mm -hmm. a lot of work. Uh, Yeah, I know. Some of you may have noticed from the Facebook and Instagram feeds, I was in the Pacific Northwest. I don't know what kind of music you would have for the Pacific Northwest. Oh my God, did you just really say that? Um, Grunge? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was thinking something easy that like, you know how when people talk about the South, they go... No. Fair enough. Yes. Fair enough. But yeah, no, made my way through the Pacific Northwest, Vancouver, Seattle, Portland. It was actually a lot of fun. And you know what? There was a lot of Hispanic uh, just things all around. I was actually yeah. more surprised about it by Vancouver. Oh, yeah? Yeah. There was a lot of... Uh, just walking on the street, you would hear people speaking Spanish. And they were not tourists because they weren't oh. wearing fanny packs. Mm-hmm. And nah, it just caught me off guard. I was like, you know, like tanto. there was a place in Portland called Lechon. Uh-huh. Was it Portland? Yeah, yeah Portland was across the street from a park. I saw you went to Tim Hortons. How can you have not gone to Tim Hortons into all this time? Where the hell is there a Tim Hortons here? Oh, yeah. I was 
thinking <laughs> I used to go to Tim Hortons on campus in Michigan. <laughs> uh-huh. And where are we now, sir? And that's only because we were so close to the Canadian border. Exactly. Yeah, there's like, I think... You went to Timmy's. I did go to Timmy's. I went to Tim Hortons. I went to this other donut place in Granville Island called Lee's. Mm-hmm. Lee's Donuts? Yeah. And then I went to, of course, Voodoo Donuts. They become a tourist attraction. It's so damn good. Like, there's just no other way to put it. Did you go to the original Starbucks? I didn't. I didn't go to the original Starbucks, but I did go to this place called Top Pot. Um, their donuts were really freaking good. Mm. Like, their don't. We had the jelly donuts. Garrico mm-hmm. the jelly donuts. Abracadabra, you're a jelly donut. Yeah, that's a Aww. really beautiful area of the country. Um, it is. I definitely want to go back though, and especially because we did the train. Yeah. It's 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 quite incredible. Like especially like I feel Seattle, it has like obviously the urban and the city, but then you go a little bit outside and you go to like um, it's total country. It's yes, forest, and you yeah. like Mount St Helens National Park and all that. We didn't get to do any of that stuff because we weren't there long enough, but we want to go back. So for those of you who have not been to the Pacific Northwest of the United States, we guarantee you know we recommend it. Listen, just travel. I think that's ultimately the thing is like just get out there, get out there, travel. Also, if you're traveling and you see any of our stickers on anything, take a picture of it. Because God knows I kind of wallpapered the Pacific Northwest with our stickers. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully when we get our stats next week of... Um, we should see an increase. We should we see, should an, see increase an increase in yeah, the Pacific yeah, Northwest. Yeah. Well, that's one yeah. what you said travel to a lot of people here, you know, especially in southeastern Florida. Traveling means going to the West Coast. So you go to like Naples. Oh, that's that's not the West Coast. No. No, no, so. no, no, no. But some people, when they travel, you know, forget that not everybody speaks Spanish. Mm, yes, yes. So I guess we're going to start on that, right? I think it was a good segue. Mm. <laughs> so has anybody been to Taco Bell recently? <laughs> so we couldn't record episode 33 without um, talking about one of the kind of phenomenons that have gone viral in yeah. the past few days. No, in like the past like week. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Which is Luisa from Taco Bell here in Hialeah. <laughs> Which is probably not that far from where we're recording. No, we're not. I think it's special. <laughs> I mean, we generally record in my house. But for today's episode, since yes. we're talking about this, we purposely chose we, yes. to record in Hialeah. Location, location, location. My office is at. So anyway, so this video went viral of this girl who didn't... I saw it on the the BBC. You saw it on the BBC? The BBC.com. <gasps> you don't the say. BBC. La BBC. Esto llegó hasta Londres. Luisa salió en la BBC. Luisa llegó hasta Londres. Okay. So for those of you who have not seen the video, um, there was this girl um, who went to Taco Bell. And apparently when she was going to put in her order in the drive-thru, she noticed that the woman taking the order... Um, or heard that the woman taking the order probably didn't speak a lot of English. So she did, which I've actually done this myself. Mm-hmm. She drove up to the actual window okay. to make the order. Because sometimes, right, either the if static, it's really static you know? yeah, or yeah, 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 whatever, yeah. sometimes I'll do that. I'll just drive yeah. to the actual window and make the order. And when she gets to the window, the woman is like, Yo no hablo inglés. No te puedo tomar de order, de la orden. You know, pretty much, I don't speak um, English. I can't take your order. And the girl was like, you know, she's recording this and she's like, what do you mean you can't take my order? Like, I want to like a number one or a number two or a number four. Like, And, and we all know ordering at a fast food place is the most basic thing in the world. Yes. <laughs> Mucho más at Taco, Taco Bell. Bell. Yeah, it's like a burrito is un burrito in Spanish. <laughs> A, a, quesadilla, a quesadilla is a quesadilla in Spanish. It's like all these are based on Spanish words. Right. So <laughs> it's not like she's ordering a rutabaga salad. Yes. As you said, taco is taco. Right. <laughs> I, I mean, it is what it is. And the lady like refused to take the order and she went back and forth. And what was what I think was great about the video was when the, the lady at Taco Bell who refused to speak any English told her, Mija, vete para Taco Bell ahí de la 29. Like, go to the other Taco Bell on the other side of Hialeah that, you know, will take your order. Okay, but if she couldn't speak English, if she couldn't take the order because she was speaking in English, how did she know how to answer her? So Everything the girl said, she responded <coughs> to her I know. in kind. So obviously the girl was videotaping, you know, taping this with her phone and the video went viral and I believe Taco Bell already responded. Well, they and fired they, her. They did fire the lady. Poor Luisa. So I, I guess... The talking point on this matter is that while this certainly went viral, and we kind of all laughed at it. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite dish at Taco Bell is the real talking <laughs> point here. 
And can you order it regardless of where you are? I currently like the quesarrito. Okay, well, that sounds like it has a lot of rolling R's. And I like the steak, steak soft taco because I don't like anything with refried beans. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> but it's so healthy. Refried beans? Yeah, beans in general. Okay, Italian. Um, but I guess the talking point is, and, and you know, again, it went viral and we all laughed at it, but I think that for most of us living in Miami or Hialeah or an area in South, South Florida, Florida, this is an everyday occurrence. Yeah, oh, absolutely. It's an everyday occurrence. Absolutely. So I guess the talking point is, you know, even if you live in an area that is predominantly, the population is Hispanic or descendant of Hispanics, should there be a certain at least minimum level of English spoken in establishments for those people who don't speak English? Because you know what? There's a lot of people that are Hispanic, that are Cuban, that are Mexican, who don't speak a word of Spanish. Fair enough. Fair enough. I think, yes, there should be, they have to have some communication skills mm -hmm. at least in english and the very bare minimum reason that i'm going to say that is because we live in south florida south florida is very dependent on tourism mm -hmm. and you don't know where a tourist is going to end up because okay most people say no la turista they just come here for the beach and they're not great but what if they went to a bar and right. then they stop somewhere else so i mean on and that bare minimum alone well i'm going to add this a, a certain a layer on top of that do you how do you feel about there being people that speak english at a place like Versailles or La Carreta. Because that's a Cuban okay. restaurant. Are they speaking English because they don't know Spanish? No, the staff. The staff. Knowing English. Speaking English. Because Versailles is, is a tourist spot. Going to what you're saying, Versailles is a tourist spot. You should be able to communicate. I mean, as we said in a couple episodes, there is no official language in the U.S., blah, blah, blah. But the unofficial official language is English. Right. And I think... The same way that if you show up in you know, Russia, Spain, Cuba, wherever, you should be expected to kind of <laughs> pretend to at least try. That reminds me, uh, some years ago, I went to Germany with my parents. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> Germany has been, you know, I, I've been fortunate one. enough to travel all over Europe. And I speak some French and, you know, me defiendo in Italian. Si, you know, si, más o menos. And the romantic most, language. In most parts of, of Europe, they speak English. But for some reason, when I got to Germany, nobody spoke English. No one. You which find was, one. Which was really odd because I figured that Germans as well spoke at least enough English to also, get along. English is derived from the Germanic right. language. Yes, it is. But no one. And and German is one of those languages that you can't decipher a word. Plus, they all sound so angry. So, we go to McDonald's. <laughs> and my mom's okay, like... Okay, so similar situation. My mom's like... Eh, dile, oh, yo quiero el chicken sandwich. Y le dice que yo no quiero que le pongan la lechuga y el tomate. Porque tú no sabes si eso lo lavan. And I'm like, look, mom. Si tú no quieres... I literally went up to the you know, person in the counter and I go, me, number uno, one, and I do one with a Coke, and I'm like, singly Coke, this man over here, and I touch my father, un, four, cuatro, and I do the four fingers with a Sprite. Yes, I eat my mother. <laughs> oh no, whatever number, number six. Yeah. But, 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 you figured it out. You figured it out. So that reminded me of that. But Luisa Taco Bell wasn't having it. No, Luisa was not having it. Although, you know, maybe this girl could have been like, one, two. I sound like the count. One taco. <laughs> ah, 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 ah. One nacho small grande. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> Luisa was not having it. Luisa probably got home that day and was like, Tu puedes creer <laughs> to her husband and Neto. Tu puedes creer que una chiquita mojona hoy. Hoy me vino a tratar de hablar en inglés. But, you know, here in, here in Hialeah, um, you know, because for those of you who don't know Hialeah, which you should. Well, Hialeah, they're not from here. Hialeah is like a very, like, if you think Miami's Hispanic, Hialeah is like, as I always say, the Constitution of the United States does not apply in Hialeah because no, it's, it's it's like a flyover it's area. Like a, it's like a country. It's kind of like the Vatican. It's a country within a country, right? 
We need to have some Swiss guards here in Hialeah, like the ones you find in the Vatican. You know, it's a country within a country. So That's things great. are a little bit different here, a little quirky. Quirky, that's a good word. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, and you're not even selling it. Yeah, that's a good I am. Um, let's just say that a few times I've gone to the Walmart in Hialeah on a busy day and I come out of there like, oh my God. Like, wow. But, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I just, I think it's unfortunate because that lady was Cuban. Luisa was Cuban. Yep. So now, you know, that that's not the best representation of our PR of no. you know Cubans and you know the girl the girl videotaping her was very polite she wasn't rude um she didn't but you know what it's not the best representation but it's not that atypical what we saw was doing yeah oh no that happens all the time, it's just, all that, time this guy, it's just that this went viral but right. that's why I said at the beginning I'm like you know, this went viral and people are talking about it, but that's like a typical us, day. Yeah, that's a Tuesday. <laughs> that's a, yeah, that's a Tuesday. Yeah. It's like, okay, you know. <laughs> and, you know, especially for us, although we're both fluent in Spanish, we think in English. Right. So sometimes, you know, there's certain things that you want to say or ask in English. Sale. And they're like, gay? <laughs> you know, the person on the other side, gay? What? I remember I, I when I first moved back to Miami, I went to a bank. And nobody spoke English. And, you know, you're talking about a financial institution. Where did you go? Ocean Bank? No. I went to the chase on Coral Way in 87th. It wasn't even in Hialeah. And nobody, at, at least at that moment, nobody. nobody there spoke English. And I had, like, a question on an endorsement, on, like, a deposit that I had made. And they were explaining to it in Spanish. And I understood it, but I would have preferred it because it was something more technical. Right. In English. Right. And I'm like, I can't believe <laughs> I'm at a bank. But, you know, that's... I guess that's part of living in South Florida. So I suppose so. That has a large Cuban community and Venezuelan community. Yes, little that, little Doral, little what is it? The the no Western 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 Suela. Western has become really Venezuelan. Oh yeah, Western Western. Who knew? So now that I'm now that we're talking Venezuelans about the Venezuelans in the mix, nuestros hermanos venezolanos. Um, so something else went viral. Yeah, there's just a, but yeah, it's like there's a flu. This should be <laughs> it's just going viral. So um, I'm gonna try to report this um, no. objectively. No, you're not. No, you're not. This is so in like- Sapingo Salt Bay, <laughs> which that's a word I never use ever. Ladies and gentlemen, Kylie Jenner, the sequel. <laughs> oh. <laughs> which. We heard a lot from our listeners that they kind of loved my rant on Kylie Jenner. So buckle up. Some episodes ago. ago. So el descarado ese Salt Bay, or what's his name? Uh, Nurset. Nurset. His whatever. It's Turkish, so I, right. I would so pronounce it horribly. He, if I tried. So he is. He went viral. For the, a lot of you probably know who he is. Some of you may not. He went no, viral right. last year um, because he had this video where he's putting salt on a piece of meat and he was putting it kind of like with his wrist in a certain position. It was very like sexy like. Yes. And it looked like he was sprinkling fairy dust or something on the piece of meat and that went viral and you know it was a sensation and they started calling him Salt Bay and that bullshit and he became he went viral. He became his 15 million followers on His 15 million followers yes. And anyway so he has a restaurant here in Miami. He has several restaurants around the world. Yeah. Um, now, see, I didn't know he wasn't a chef. No, he's a butcher. He's not a chef. He's a butcher. Uh-huh. And he um, he has a restaurant here in Miami, which is extremely expensive. Um, a, a, a steak is $250. Okay, no, for that amount, I should get the cow. <laughs> I mean, whole, just the whole cow. Just take it home cow. afterwards, milk and it, get cheese. Y el tipo, yeah, his restaurant is like super expensive. And here in Miami, you know how it is. People go to his no, restaurant no. and they, immediately put it, they put it on Instagram and they mm. hashtag it. Like, oh, we're here at, you know, whatever Nurset restaurant. Here by the piece of meat that has Brianna's name on it. You know, all that bullshit. You know, because he has, he has I've seen, because I haven't mm-hmm. been to his restaurant. He has like... um like pieces of like meat that's okay. like being stored with like celebrity names on it like so, so like if they, they come show to, up right that's their meat you know it's like yeah i'm sure rihanna has other things on her mind than where her piece of meat is at your restaurant but anyway maybe she has a tracker on it you don't so know so she so this week 
it went viral, uh, this video where um, Nicolás Maduro, the dictator of Venezuela, because yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to call him president, what he is. Uh, the dictator of Venezuela was having this very hearty meal at his restaurant, in, and in, 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 it was in, in Istanbul. In, in Istanbul. And, not Constantinople? And, <laughs> no. Okay. And, um, and Salt Bay was doing his ridiculous, you know, song and dance, how he cuts the meat, like, ridiculous how he cuts the meat and he gets all like you know like it, it, it looks like, like it tiene un calambre you know like <laughs> tiene un calambre <laughs> cuando está contando la carne <laughs> and, and you know somehow people that think that's so sexy. painful yes and then you know salt bay gives them like a t-shirt and then they start smoking cigars all very opulent okay. mientras La gente de Venezuela. Se están comiendo tremendo cable. cable. They're starving. You know, there's people who are literally starving. They're, they're living in droves on the Colombian border. I just saw a documentary a month ago and I played it for all my family that was, um, I think it was Finnish. Okay. Which was really odd. I'm like, this Finnish, you know, production company did this documentary on Venezuela. For a second, when you said it was finished, I was like, well, I would hope so if you're watching it. <laughs> and like, it, it was <laughs> very in depth. Like and, and it was new. It was 2018. Okay. Um, about the like particularly the starvation issue there. How people that That's were crazy. two years ago completely middle class are, are eating out of dumpsters. Yeah. Yeah. So here he is a descarado este, you know, giving this guy you know his meat and whatever, and like taking pictures with him and smoking cigars with him. Right. So as you probably know, this is not the first nafu. He has yes. because uh, I think it was last year he took a picture. Well, it had to have been last year because we've only known him a year, like so. a year and a half. He took a picture next to this huge mur- mural of Fidel Castro. No, Eche. N- no, it was Fidel. I thought it was, I thought it was, it was Eche. Fidel. Look, he had una up with. Ah, okay, 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 okay. Right. Okay. Oh, so you know, <laughs> if one wasn't enough, <laughs> okay. You know, let me make a reference to another one. This is the worst doublement commercial right. ever. So, so I guess the topic of conversation mm-hmm. is. You know, people are infuriated about this, me being one of them. You hide it can, so well. Can he just politically like who he like? You know, I mean, his politics are his politics. Should that even matter? Or does he have a responsibility to, at the very minimum, respect the community or communities that visit his restaurant? Because... His restaurant in Brickell, I can assure you that most of the people that visit that restaurant are either Cuban or um, I don't know Venezuelan. Descent. I wonder. I wonder how many of them are locals and how many of them are tourists. I, a lot of tourists go, but a lot of locals go. I I think everybody in my family has gone to that restaurant. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I mean, he's entitled to his opinions. I mean, at the end of the day, his you know everybody can have their political whatevers. My issue is when he's just flagrant about it because mm-hmm. it's one thing if you know what he shows up at your at your restaurant you serve him so be it right but to make it like a show and we're not talking about somebody who's like oh i disagree with your political or i agree with your political views we're talking about somebody who is again to your point a steak there starts starts at 200 dollars, and his entire country is starving mm-hmm. and it's not a secret that's the problem that i have with it Right, because Maduro could have gone to his restaurant, and let's say he didn't want to deny him service. Fine. And he goes to his restaurant. He doesn't have to do the song and dance. And mind you, he put the, he was he the one. He posted it. It posted wasn't Maduro it, who it was posted Sabe it. who posted it on his yeah. Instagram. So he and, knew who he was. Right. And he later deleted it. But he yeah, he knew who he was. And so what? Are you going to tell me that you know who Nicolás Maduro is, but you don't know about the situation with Venezuela? I mean, if Finland did a documentary on it, I am going to assume that, you know... I thought he but then the same people who will, you know, who, who wear the Che shirt and, you know, don't know shit. You know what I, I mean? Just, so, I, I, no me sorprende. Uh, aside from the fact that I think that the guy is totally separate just from, douche. I mean, from the whole yeah. thing with his politics... I think the guy is super obnoxious, and he's one of these people, these kind of internet celebrities or sensations sensations I have. I just don't understand. Like, I don't understand what the appeal of him is. Have you seen his pictures? Only, you know, the Salt Bay. They're the most ridiculous things ever. Like, he's so ridiculous. But in what what sense? Well, he always has these, like, little glasses on. And he doesn't speak in any of his videos. And, I mean, he, like, he tenderizes a meat. Like, if he's freaking, 
I don't want to get dirty. Like, if he's freaking doing something to himself with the meat. Like, oh, you know. Um, like, he's filleting himself yes, with the meat. Yes, and, like, the way he cuts the meat and everything is so over the top and dramatic. And I'm like, I please. At the end of the day, it's a steak, you know? It's not like you're freaking trying out for, like, Broadway, you know? This, at the end of the day, is a freaking piece of meat. You know what I mean? And you don't do that song and dance to every customer that goes to your whatever he's even there. Because he's got so many. Again, I think it's hilarious. He's a butcher. I can't get over that. Yeah, he's not a chef. He's a I butcher. thought he was a chef. No, he's a butcher. And, you know, maybe he's super legit as a butcher. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, one of the things is that he has a Wagyu beef, which is mm-hmm. a very expensive cut of meat. And I think it's like 99% like Wagyu or whatever. I, please, I can go get a Wagyu slider at Chili's. <laughs> I mean, even if the food in his restaurant is good, I mean, I just think that, again, you can like whoever you want. Your politics could be whatever. But, you know, when you're talking about this particular controversial figures, you know, that not a lot of people dispute the, you know, the effect that they've had on their people, whether it be Castro or be Maduro, you know, and the condition that their people are at. I think you could have a little bit more discretion and have a little bit of respect for those communities that come to your restaurant, you know, yeah. and, and and how's your restaurant? Because this Brickle restaurant is one of the highest um, uh, profiting. It's one of the restaurants that profits the most. Well, of course it does. It charges $200 for a steak. So, you know, these people are part of your success. And the least that you could do is have a little bit of respect in terms of what you do and especially the thing that's so out there yeah. because and recent and recent because it's not like you know as you said it's not like when well, no, Maduro came to his restaurant and let's say Maduro wanted to meet him and you know he shook his hand right 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 but no he put in the song and dance and he gave him a t-shirt oh, no, and no, then no, no. was for him to salt his penis yeah no and Maduro was doing the salt you know bay bullshit oh, you know like, he was? pouring the salt yeah so I mean just completely disrespectful and I, I hope you know I, I don't I don't wish ill on people but I hope that he understands the power of people and that you know how some people will find this so offensive and and just in such bad taste because of the situation there and again it's such an extreme you know kids in in venezuela are dying of starvation i read there are people who are even it's so bad that they're even buying spoiled meat yeah just to get i'm telling you watch watch this documentary on youtube it is it is, I mean, it's obviously, we know everything of Venezuela and we know everything that's going on. But, you know, sometimes when there's a country that has so many problems, it's hard to focus in on one in specific. Yeah. And in this documentary, they, they really showed the issue with malnutrition, mm-hmm. whether it's from a pharmaceutical perspective or yeah. from a food one. Right. And, I mean, uh, there he is, freaking Nicolás Maduro, llenándose la panza esa, comiendo, you know, the $250 steak and whatever other bullshit, you know, this guy gave him. I mean, please. You know what? You know what? Let's move on to the next subject. Because now I just thought about Kylie Jenner and her billion-dollar empire, you know? So these two fools, you know, el otro, you know, freaking makes love to his fucking steak, you know, de hecha de san, y la otra, you know, con la madre que tiene, you know, oh, I'm a billionaire, you know, because, you know, I created, you know, a lip kit, you know, and, you know, meanwhile. You know what, though? Neither one of them will ever be Betty White. Oh. Right? Doesn't be- See, doesn't Betty White just make everything better? She does. <laughs> she does. God bless her. 96 years old. Last night were the Emmys. They brought yes. her out. Yes. Every time, I feel like at this point, though, the longer she's alive, the more they're just going to keep bringing her out as proof mm-hmm. that she's still alive. Because they don't know when it's going to be they the last. They don't know when it's going to be the last. And I just <clears throat> loved watching her last night. I love watching her in general. So let's talk a little Lina. bit about the Emmys. So who out there watched the Emmys? I hope we're not waiting for an answer because this is, this is a very one-way medium. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently not a lot of people because you just told me beforehand it that... It was the lowest rated Emmys ever. Sorry, Colin ever. and Michael. <laughs> yeah, they just weren't funny. I, I mean, they weren't... I think they had... I liked the... <laughs> what is it? The Retribution Emmy. Oh, that was funny. Okay. When they yeah. went to JJ and to Marla... <laughs> Marla Gibbs. Marla Gibbs. And Wait, it was a big week for Marla Gibbs. What else did she do? Well, with Hurricane Florence... Well, but you, know. you didn't see the memes. Yeah, I did. We're going around with her, so you know, Marla Gibbs back in the news. Yeah, actually, 
now that you said that, our hearts go out to, <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, guys, to yeah. North and South Carolina, yeah. the whole area that got hit yeah. by Hurricane yeah. Florence. Trust us, we, we, we understand, know. we know. And Actually, a year ago now, we were being hit by a hurricane. Yeah, so, so we can we, relate. We know, we know. Um, and I feel that if you're from South Florida and you lived through Hurricane Andrew um, in 1992, there was your life before Andrew and your life mm-hmm. after Andrew. Yeah. And it really is a tragedy. Yeah, And I know that there's lots of um, ways for you to get out there and give help through the Red Cross. I'm sure in your local communities are taking donations and things like that. So if you can get out there and you can help, by all means, please do. Um, but going back to the Emmys, I, I thought it was okay. Um Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I mean, it was okay. I thought it was, the highlight of the evening was when the engagement happened. Oh, the proposal! When uh, the proposal, when Glenn Weiss um, won an Emmy, and it's funny because not a lot of people know who he is. Well, they do now. They do now. I mean, he stole the show, and um, that was kind of that was. Real, I felt it was a very genuine moment. Yeah, because everything else seems very rehearsed and prepared. And, <laughs> it is rehearsed. Well, right, 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 but. But that 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 was a very genuine moment, and um, I don't know. I, I I enjoyed it. It's um, in this harsh world we live in. It's nice to every now and then see a simple kind of pure, like yeah. a pure moment. You know, humanity at its best. Um, so just thinking about it now, it's so sweet. Yeah, and like actually, he caught my attention when he started speaking about his mom. She, his mom had passed away a right. couple of weeks before, and right. he was devastated. And he said that he will never get over it, mm-hmm. and then that's how he transitioned into um, speaking about his now fiance. So, congratulations <laughs> yes. to Glenn Weiss and to his fiance, who we're not sure what her name is, but it's yes. okay. But it's okay. Both of you <laughs> walked away from the Emmys with new shiny things, <laughs> or old shiny. Things. Oh, that's true. Because well, he was, was using his. Oh, but it was new to her. New to her. Yeah. So, I mean. Are you into award shows? It depends. So I feel like the older I get, the less engaged I am with them. Even the Oscars? Um, depends on what movies got nominated. Okay. Like if, if I saw a lot of the movies or if I felt the movies are, that are nominated I liked, I'll be a little more engaged. Mm-hmm. The music award shows still tend to get me. Mm-hmm. You know, the Grammys, the AMAs, the Billboards, the Teen Choice Awards, whatever. Just because... Even if I don't necessarily Radio Disney Award, <laughs> hey, I'll watch them. Even if I don't necessarily know who half the artists are anymore, it's music. It's entertaining. There's a spectacle. It's a show. But like, oh, and the Tonys. I love the Tonys because yeah. I've never seen a single episode of the Tonys. Never seen one ever. Not even um, ever, ever, ever. Did we just meet? No, I know, but I feel like I don't know, maybe by accident. Like you fell in a hole somewhere. Well, maybe by accident. There. I don't know. I didn't. Rosie O'Donnell hosted one year. She hosted a couple years. So didn't okay, I, I remember her yelling at something. You know, during. Okay, but you also watched The View. It could have been that. No, I didn't watch it through the Rosie years. Neither um, incarnation. No. No. Wow. Um. I love award shows. I actually do. I love the Oscars. The Oscars to me are like my Super Bowl. My favorite award show was the VMAs. Wow. But that, (laughs) I still watch the VMAs. And every time I watch the VMAs, I just want to cry. I do. But how much of that is because we're getting older? Nope. Obviously, as every year passes by, we go away further from the MTV demographic. Yes. And I get that. But the VMAs today are not a shadow of what they used to be. I mean, just think about... 
the VMAs when we were in high school in the 90s, the names that used to come on that show. True. And now, I mean, half of the people that won this year weren't even there. Yeah, but Rita Ora was. But Rita Ora was, Rita and, Ora she won was. A VMA. and she won a VMA. Because like it or not, Rita Ora is happening. <laughs> that should be a hashtag. Hashtag, Rita Ora is happening whether you I, like it or not. I'm pretty no, sure. No, like it or not, Rita Rita's happening. I'm pretty sure it is. There's a website out there that, I, I think it's a blog or something, that or a podcast, that every week they have a section called, What Did Rita Ora Do This Week? You and I have been talking about this for years, and I just, I don't understand it. And it's nothing against her, you know, good for her. But I just don't understand how this woman c- keeps coming up on things and, like, nobody knows who she is. And it's not like, when you know, when they want to launch an artist, right, they'll right, aggressively right, 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 go right. through, like, a period of, like, a year or a year and a half right. where that person is everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. And then if it doesn't happen, that's it, right. you know? Nope. Nope. No, ahorita she's going to be on Los Premios TV Novela. Yeah, no, Rita, she's going to be the vice presidential nominee, even though she's not American. Just doesn't, you know. <laughs> that would be fantastic. No, no. You know what? She's not going to be a vice presidential nominee. She's going to be the moderator at the next oh. presidential debate. <laughs> no, I told you. She's going to wind up winning an Oscar and a Tony. She's going to be an EGOT? She's going to be an EGOT. She's going to be an EGOT because I told you. She's going to be one of these people that winds up writing like two lines of a song. That winds up getting, you know, played in an Oscar nominated, an Oscar mm-hmm. movie, and then it gets nominated for best song. Mm-hmm. It wins. Then, eventually, that song will be part of the play, musical, Broadway adaptation of the movie. Right. And it'll be nominated for something, and she'll be a producer. And then she'll win there también. Then the Grammy recording of the original production of the musical will win. Mm-hmm. Then they'll stage a live version of it on NBC. And then that'll win an Emmy. <laughs> I love how you have this thought and out. And she is going to be an EGOT. <laughs> Whether you like it or not. Whether you know her or not. Rita Ora, EGOT winner. Forget John Legend. Rita Ora. Forget Long, forget John Legend. Forget Whoopi Goldberg. Rita Moreno. Rita Moreno. Forget all those nope. people. Rita Ora is where it's at. Rita Ora. The other Rita. The other Rita. Rita Moreno. Rita Moreno. No, Rita Ora. Rita Ora. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I enjoy award shows. I think that in the music category, the Billboard Awards have been really good in the last few years. Um, but there's no anticipation with the Billboard Awards. Yeah, but I... Because they I, give it based on album sales. Yeah, but I still watch for the performance. No, no, right, right, right. But there's no... Who's going to win? It's like, well, you can read the charts. Well, I guess that's true. That doesn't happen in the Grammys. Because, you know, no. the Grammys always will nominate one person, you know, for like... 50 awards and then they won't win any unless you're Cheryl Crow Cheryl Crow or um, Adele they like oh Taylor Swift Taylor Swift has won album of the year twice really twice she won album of the year for 1989 and for fearless and why do I know this with such certainty I'm not sure (laughs) but she did she did yeah and like why Madonna not? has never won Album of the Year. Like Ray of Light uh, didn't win. No, Ray of Light won Grammys, but didn't win Album of the Year. Yeah. No, because the year that <laughs> the year that Ray of Light was nominated for like all those awards was the same year that Steve the Miseducation oh. of Lauryn Hill was, and that just you know, I'll forget it. Yeah. That was one of those albums that that's like in nineteen ninety six. In nineteen ninety six, Mariah was nominated in the AMAs and the Billboards and the Grammys for like. A million awards and in the Grammys in particular she didn't win any and that's because that she was up against Alanis Morissette oh, Jagged that, Little that Pill Jagged Little Pill so forget that <laughs> but where's Alanis now actually she's writing a Broadway musical based on the album Jagged Little Pill there we go yeah full circle baby <laughs> full, circle. full circle bueno Moving from award shows, let's actually talk about a little bit, something a little serious. Still in the entertainment vein, but yeah. Um, which is funny. We usually start with the serious stuff. Yeah. And get fluffy as we go along. Well, sometimes you like to get fluffy in the middle and, you know, rigid on the edges. Okay. <laughs> so, anyway. So, in our ridge on the edges, um, <laughs> ridgy edges part... <laughs> So <clears throat> there has been a fallback or f- f- fallout with um, Les Moonves. Yep, over at CBS. From CBS. And 
like many other men in high positions in this whole Me, Me Too movement era, um, there were allegations in the last couple of months that have surfaced of him, you know, of sexual misconduct. Misconduct. And some of these allegations have been, you know, they've been of harassment, intimidation. It's been things like um, uh, forcibly kissing women, um, threatening to ruin the career if they didn't respond to him sexually, so on and so forth. And um, as such, he resigned from his position um, at CBS. And he, he did not accept guilt, though. And he said that these allegations were untrue. Um, he did um, consent... He, he did concede to a few of the allegations, um, particularly of women that he had had some type of relationship with back in the 80s. Right, right, right. Prior um, to But his... he said that it was consensual. Mm-hmm. And he is saying that he, you know, that these allegations are untrue. But that's not what I want to talk about. Okay. So his wife many of you may know is Julie Julie Chen Chen. Mm -hmm. and Julie Chen is the um, she is the host of Big Brother which that is a really popular show that's one of those shows that like you know we always say that there's these shows that are super popular but we don't watch them and we don't know people who do I actually know I know a couple people who do I I know one one person who watches Big Brother but that's it but somehow it's huge it's huge I mean it really is and it's huge around the world. Well, it's a UK staple. They yeah, can do the Celebrity it, Big Brother. Yeah, but it's all over the world. Yeah, yeah, they have yeah. their version of, yeah. you know, big like they have, you know, Big Brother, you know, Bulgaria. <laughs> like <clears throat> it's anyway. a very beige Big Brother house. <laughs> anyway, so she is the host of Big Brother and she is the host of The Talk. Yep. She's been the host of Big Brother since 2000, since I believe. It started, no. So 18 years mm-hmm. and she's been she's one of the original hosts of The Talk. Which so is- CBS's version of, of the, the View. View, so which I don't watch because I'm faithful to the View. But anyway, but on at different times. Yeah, but I still watch the View. Okay. <laughs> anyway, and I thought you liked Darlene. So I do. Anyway, so she today actually mm-hmm. she resigned from the View. From the and talk. She, I'm sorry, from the talk. <laughs> <laughs> from the talk. Here we go. Look at it what was did. very newsworthy because she doesn't even appear on The View. And so when she resigned. <laughs> Look what you made me do. Look what you made me do. Referencing Taylor Swift. Anyway, so she resigned from The Talk. And she actually released a statement where she is supporting her husband. She's standing by her man. Yeah. She says that she has been married for 15 years. That she knows him very well, and that these allegations are not to who he is. Yeah. That he's a good person, a good husband, and a good father. So she is standing by her man. So obviously, people have started to criticize her. Right. And I mean, she chose to resign from the talk, but it may be one of those things that okay, she but, was put against the wall, and especially since that's a conversational right. show. If so. she doesn't resign. <clears throat> What, is she going to sit there and talk about her husband every day? So, 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 the question that I'm proposing to you or the topic of Convo is, in a case like this that it's such a high-profile fallout with Mm -hmm. her husband, you know, especially in this Me Too era, should a woman that stands, or a partner that stands by their man or stands by their significant other, be responsible and pay and, in essence, be... Of, of, you know, their significant other for their indiscretions or allegations Alleg- of indiscretions. Right. I guess I, it, it depends on how involved they are mm-hmm. in these allegations. If we were talking about, you know, the allegation was that he stole money from the company. They're married. They share a bank account, assuming they, you know, they, they have a life together, etc., etc., etc. So... No me digas que tú no sabías de dónde venía el dinero. You know, that right. type of thing. That's one <clears throat> one route. In a case like this, though, I mean, how many times, uh, anybody who watches a damn episode of Law & Order knows, how many times isn't, you know, the wife of the, you know, the, the assailant just completely ignorant about what her husband or his wife does. So I don't think it's fair. Now, in this situation, because it's so public, I understand why she did it. She's not going to sit there at that table for, you know, the next six months. And every time somebody talks about Me Too or what have you, what, is she not going to show up to work that day because it's going to eventually come back to her husband? Mm-hmm. That's just awkward. Right. You know, nobody wants to be put in that situation, period. I just, 
I mean, you know what? You're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. Because well, if she does, if she doesn't stand by him, then, and if that's what she truly believes, mm-hmm. obviously, then there are those who will say like, "Oh, tuve esta lo que era interesada. She was only with him while he was in power, and now right. he's gone, and she's running for the door." Right. On the flip side, oh, she's complicit. She's staying with him. It's like, well, again, at this point, they're allegations, and I know we can all point to say, "Oh, because Ronan Farrow, Ronan Farrow, you know, he's and he's got a great track record right now, and et cetera, et cetera." But the court of public opinion is not the court of law. Right. Allegations are one thing. And maybe if he gets taken to court and certain things come up and are proven, maybe she'll say, you know what? I apologize for my previous statements. At the time, I felt I knew this person and now he's revealed himself to be someone else. So be it. I think that her case is a little bit complicated because the problem is that she was a panelist on the talk. And that is what that show does. Right. <laughs> they talk about issues. So how are they going to talk about the Me Too movement and about this case in particular? If she's sitting right there. If she's sitting right there. Because yeah. it's not even a matter of whether you want don't want to offend her. She can't be unbiased right. in, in that conversation. Um, or it would be very difficult for her to be unbiased in that conversation. No matter what she says, and no matter what she says, and that's okay. But with that said, I mean, and again, it's a very specific and complicated issue. I certainly don't think that a woman or anyone should be responsible or be affected by their significant others. You know, again, alleged indiscretions because. Are their parents? <clears throat> because their, I, mean, I mean, family members. These things happened years ago. If, if they did happen, correct, did happen before they were married. Now, if she were to come out and say, "Oh, all these women that are a part of the Me Too movement are a bunch of liars and right, hypocrites right, right, and right. blah 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 blah," okay, that's a different story, right? Right, that's a different story, and you know, that's career suicide. But I mean, if she just makes a statement. You know, supporting her husband. And in the statement that she made supporting her husband, she wasn't necessarily attacking the other women. No, she just says, I believe my husband. Right. And I'm going to go focus on right. my um, family. So, but but I don't think that, the, that she or anybody in her position should pay the price for the other person. Because then, well, we're going to hold everybody responsible for, you know, what your husband does or your parents or your right. brother or yeah. your, you know, you know, where does it stop? You know? Yeah. I, I love you, but you know, um, eight hundred years ago, if you go kill puppies now, you know that's on you, boo. I would never <laughs> kill a puppy, huh? I would never kill a puppy. I don't know. I hope not. I know they're so cute, <laughs> but um, but yeah, I mean they they've done a lot of parallels with this case with um when Hillary Clinton, you know, supported stood by her man, stood by her man. She supported Bill. Um, you know, and a lot of people had different opinions as to why she did that, whether it was political aspirations or whatnot. But at the end of the day, that's her decision. That's between her and him. And if she wanted to stand by her man, who are we to tell her not to? Oh, yeah. También cuántas parejas out there who don't have, you know, an understanding or an agreement. I'm saying you don't know people's personal right, lives. But that's between them, too. Exactly. That's my point. That's between them, too. That's my point. That, you know, it, it's it's very, it's a very um, complicated matter and this whole me too movement i mean as we've discussed here before i'm totally for the me too movement and i think it was about damn time but the problem is that you know anytime one of these things happen and as quickly as this has yeah. you know sprung up yeah. uh, you know there's people that are going to get lumped in there that you know maybe they're not going to get gentlemen of the year but <laughs> you know are not are they necess- still handing that out <laughs> but uh, you know they're um you know they don't necessarily have to be there and the the first the the, the first name i thought of was you know chris hardwick i yeah well he's been cleared he has he has and i really tried to see the chris hardwick situation from an unbiased point of Which view again because, is a little difficult when because you... we like chris right, hardwick right. and he seems like a genuinely nice person but you know you never know maybe he's a real prick in real life yeah, you know that's true. you never know yeah, um, of a grand bitch. And, and you have to give the benefit of the doubt also to the person making these allegations because you know you could be best friends with someone you could know someone but you don't know how they are in a relationship sure. maybe they're abusive 
you know, and they go and pet puppies on the weekends. You know, you never know. But but again, his particular case was a, a case where, you know, this man was about to lose his job, his, you know, everything, everything. he had because an ex-girlfriend of him, his said. Made allegations. Made allegations. And no other questions were asked. Right. So, I mean, due process is something that is a two-way street. So, we'll see what happened. We wish Julie Chen well. She um, She's still going to be on Big Brother. Well, I feel at least like till the end of the season. Well, yeah. And if, you know, if we're not going to get her, then maybe on the talk we can get Carrie and... <laughs> Which, by the way, Dancing with the Stars is starting. One of my favorite shows, Juan Pablo de Pache. We've been trying to get you on the damn show. If anybody's listening and knows him, I'm not above making a plea. Fernando from Full House. <laughs> and... We haven't touched upon it in a long time, but we still want to get Pia Zadora. We do. We yeah. do. We well, haven't talked about Pia in a while. We have not talked about Pia in a while. No. We no. need to go to Vegas and go see her and be like, listen, Pia. <laughs> Excuse you. me. Mira, you know what? She has a steakhouse, and I'm sure they're much cheaper than a Death Salt Bay. And I'm sure that Pia Zadora no es una comunista. No es una comunista. No es una How can you be a communist with a name like Pia? Huh? How can you be a communist with a name like Pia? Of course. Yeah. You know. Nobody's ever heard of I mira la comunista esa la pía. La pía. No, pía Sadora. La pía Sadora comunista. No, that's not a thing at all. Uh, this was a fun episode. This was a fun episode. I hope everybody else found it fun because we found it fun. They do. They like us. <laughs> it was they like, like us. They really like us. Well, Sally. Um, it was light fair. It was light fair. Light fair. Well, it was light fair with some, you know, a little heavy seasoning here and there. <laughs> So I guess it's about that time. It's about it's soda that time. time. Base is gonna blow your mind. Ah, <laughs> last sodas. Oh, it's time for the last sodas of the desert. So who do you have this week? Oh well, as you know, I am a fatty, not a foodie. I am a fatty, and so I am actually gonna go ahead and give my last soda to Lee's Donuts. Okay. In Granville Island in Vancouver. Okay. Now, we had three donuts. Two were okay. But Did you go the, to Victoria, by the way? No, we didn't go to Victoria. Okay. No. The jelly-filled donut from Lee's Donuts. They've been there since like 1979 or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, you would love it. It had the right... Because I know you're, you're, you're very critical of... Donuts? Of donuts. Yes. It had that right texture of chewy and fluffy. Mm-hmm. The ratio was the perfect. ratio. The ratio was perfect. And then the jelly wasn't all just shoved in the middle either. Where like when you bite it, it sale like mm-hmm. on the sides. It was like evenly distributed. It was it was just like you had a bite of jelly in each one. Oh, so I'm reliving it right now. So good. Wow. I think so I kind of blanked out good. thinking of that description. <laughs> <laughs> so so good. I can't. So good. I love donuts. So good. I love donuts so much it kind of makes me want to cry a little bit. You know, you still have never made me donuts. No. You made but, them a couple times. But and no. I they, wasn't in town. Yeah, for whatever reason. So, well, Lee's Donuts. Lee's Donuts. This Coke is for you. Oh, I wish I could order them. Maybe I can. Ooh. Yeah, but they're not going to be as fresh. Because donuts is something that has to be fresh. No, but if they make them in the morning and I have them like overnight it, I feel just some expensive ass donuts. <laughs> Book no. it overnight in Vancouver. Yeah. No, no. No. Damn it. it. No. Well, there we go. Yay, Lee's Donuts. What is your last soda, sir? I often, I sometimes give rancid last sodas. Oh, no. And I'm going to give a rancid last soda to something that I absolutely love. I don't even know where this is going. I'm giving my rancid last soda to Game of Thrones. And I'm going to tell you why. Okay, so you don't know what I want. Huh? What did the dragons do to you? Game of Thrones. When Game of Thrones is over, I'm going to um, look into filing a lawsuit against HBO and J.R. Martin for intentional infliction of emotional distress. Because... Liking Game of Thrones is torture. Cuidado, you're going to start a class action lawsuit with the people from Lost. Okay, <laughs> those guys won the Emmy yes. last night mm-hmm. for Best Drama. Yep. Okay, do you realize that they haven't had a show for a year and their show is not coming back till next year? Uh-huh. 
that is torture. Watching as I, I love Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones is probably the best show I've ever seen. And I know you're not, you don't I, watch I don't, it. I don't dislike it, but, but just, I just don't watch it. You know, aside from the story, just the production value yeah, of that show, like every episode is caliber it's like the caliber of an action movie like it's top-notch production and i understand that that's difficult to do and i understand that that takes its time but the problem that i have with game of thrones as a viewer is that you know they give you just a you know they set all this up and then you're like Mm -hmm. wanting and wanting and wanting and then it's like oh I have to wait till next season. Or, oh, this season is only eight episodes. Oh, I have to wait a year and a half. Oh, wait, the next season. You know, their season ended in June of last year, and it doesn't come out. It's June of last year? Yes, and it doesn't come out till June of, June or July of next year. That's almost two years. Like, it is, oh, my God, it's so frustrating. It's so frustrating. And then you can tell. You know how I know that they're all... Like when they're filming, it's because Kit Harrington's hair oh, that's right. is always like the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he grows it out. <laughs> he like he gets snow. You know, like in the middle of the seasons when he's not filming, he'll cut it a little bit shorter. Yeah, yeah. you know. But when it's like John Snow length, oh, you know they're filming. And it, you know, when I saw him at the Emmys yesterday, um, you know, you could tell they're filming. And I mean, I know that Game of Thrones viewers out there would agree with me. It's it's like torture liking the show because this is the type of show that completely like you get completely involved in the storyline and the characters and the trajectory. I mean, my God, it's like I feel I've gone through the desert with Daenerys Targaryen, you know, and in her journey into Westeros and, you know, King's Landing. It's like, Jesus Christ, like, oh. I don't even care who at this point is going to ride the dragon or like this. It's just like get on the damn Iron Throne already. Although sources say that she's not it's not going to be her. Wasn't that a Cisco album, Ride the Dragon? Unleash the Dragon. There you go. That's the one that had the thong song. That's right. There you go. So here we just made a reference to <laughs> the Game song. of Thrones and Cisco with yes. the thong song. But you know, I think I think you'll be fine. Because listen, you waited twenty years for Full House to come back, and it came back, and it came back. I think you can wait a year. Yeah, I think you'll be fine. Well, but the thing about Full House is that I didn't know Full House was coming back. So when it did come back, it was like it was like surprise. But this piece of shit, it's like, oh, Daenerys and and um, I was calling Kit and Jon Snow are making love in a boat. Dun, 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 We're not coming back till 2019. And it's like, shit. It's, it, it, they give you, it, it's like, it's like they dangle a delicious Lee's donut in front of you. And they give it to you. You could taste it. You could even take a little nibble. But then they take it away. Damn them. It's like, we're not giving you the rest of the donut. Till next year. Probably, 2019. No, mira, mira. Like, probably Nicolás Okay, so a couple of weeks ago, they re- released the first trailer. Okay. You know, I dropped everything I was doing to go see the damn trailer. And the trailer is like two seconds. I mean, I'm not kidding. It's like three seconds long. And I I think it's, it's a, a John and Santa hugging. That's the trailer. John and Santa? Santa. Oh. <laughs> That's the trailer. That was Santa Claus. <laughs> oh, yeah. Santa Claus made an appearance <laughs> on Game of Thrones. Before King's Landing was slaughtered, so yeah, I mean, even with that, so no, descarado. So, see, I almost dropped the mic of how upset I was. Oh no! Don't so be yes, Game of Thrones. You got my rancid Coke. Oh no! Well, you got to redeem yourself so you could get a fresh. Um, well, I'm sure it'll be fun. I'm sure it'll be great when it comes back in what a year and a half. Yeah, we'll, we'll probably be on like episode, you know, six hundred and twelve. Yeah, so we'll have a special Game of Thrones episode. Anyway, bueno. That was episode I think thirty-three. That's it. I think we're done. That was light, fluffy, and airy, and rancid. <laughs> that is the worst item on any menu. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so, with that note, we hope everybody, we hope everybody listened, laughed, and learned. And as always, uh, grab your pastelito, your croqueta, and your jupiña. And thank you for joining us, everybody. Bye. Bye. Have a nice day. Funny that you think you're winning
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.